0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Donald Trump and family sued by New York for fraud Court lifts hold on Mar-a-Lago records as investigation continues And Ginny Thomas agrees to be interviewed by January 6 Committee It's Thursday, September 22 I'm Anthony Davis. Former President Donald Trump, his family business and three of his adult children were sued yesterday by New York's Attorney General who accused them of overvaluing the former US President's assets and net worth through a decade of lies to banks and insurers. Attorney General Letitia James filed her civil lawsuit in a New York State Court in Manhattan, accusing the Trump Organization of numerous acts of fraud and misrepresentation in preparing financial statements from 2011 to 2021. She also said Trump, who has long used his net worth to burnish his image and fame as a successful businessman and politician, inflated his wealth by billions of dollars to help his company obtain favorable financial terms on transactions, including lower interest rates and cheaper insurance coverage. The 214-page complaint also names Trump's adult children, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump and Ivanka, as defendants, as well as longtime company executives, including former chief financial officer Alan Weisselberg. James said the values of 23 assets had been grossly and fraudulently inflated and her office uncovered more than 200 examples of misleading asset valuations. A federal appeals panel has lifted a judge's hold on the Justice Department's ability to use classified records seized from former President Trump's Florida estate in its ongoing criminal investigation under the Espionage Act. The ruling from a three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit is a victory for the Justice Department, clearing the way for it to immediately resume its use of the documents as it evaluates whether to bring criminal charges in its investigation into the presence of top-secret government records held at Mar-a-Lago after Trump left the White House. The government has argued that its investigation has been impeded by the order from the US District Judge Eileen Cannon that temporarily barred investigators from continuing to use the documents in the probe. Cannon, a Trump appointee, has said the hold would remain in place pending a separate review by an independent arbiter she had appointed at the Trump team's request. The FBI last month seized roughly 11,000 documents, including about 100 with classification markings, during a court-authorized search of the Palm Beach Club. It has launched a criminal investigation into whether the records were mishandled or compromised. It's not clear whether Trump or anyone else will be charged. The Justice Department had argued that a special master review of the documents was not necessary. It said Trump, as a former president, could not invoke executive privilege over the documents, nor could they be covered by attorney-client privilege because they do not involve communications between Trump and his lawyers. Trump's lawyers said the department had not yet proven that the seized documents were classified, though they notably stopped short of asserting, as Trump repeatedly has, that the records were previously declassified. They have resisted providing Deary with their position on that question, signalling the issue could be part of their defence in the event of an indictment. Far-right political activist Virginia Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, has agreed to participate in a voluntary interview with the House panel investigating the January 6 insurrection, Her lawyer said on Wednesday. Attorney Mark Paoletta said that Thomas is eager to answer the committee's questions to clear up any misconceptions about her work relating to the 2020 election. The committee has sought an interview with Thomas in an effort to know more about her role in trying to help former President Trump overturn his election defeat. She texted with White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and contacted lawmakers in Arizona and Wisconsin in the weeks after the election, before the insurrection. Thomas's willingness to testify comes as the committee is preparing to wrap up its work by the end of the year and is writing a final report laying out its findings about the U.S. Capitol insurrection. The panel announced yesterday that it will reconvene for a hearing on September 28, likely the last in a series of hearings that began this summer. The extent of Thomas's involvement ahead of the Capitol attack is unknown. She has said in interviews that she attended the initial pro-Trump rally on the morning of January 6, but left before Trump spoke and the crowds headed for the Capitol. Thomas, a Trump supporter, long active in far-right and fascist causes, has repeatedly maintained that her political activities posed no conflict of interest with the work of her husband. Justice Thomas was the lone dissenting voice when the Supreme Court ruled in January to allow a congressional committee access to presidential diaries, visitor logs, speech drafts, and handwritten notes relating to the events of January 6.
1: I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.